Hello and welcome everyone to episode 71 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. A.K.A. Garlic Bread. (laughs) Garlic and bread. Garlic bread. Garlic bread. It's the future. Cheese and cake. Don't ruin my end one. these aka's are getting increasingly obscure uh, and not only that they're becoming obscure references that only i get because it's the stuff we talk about before we record that's usually because i pick up on what i'm going to say when we're chatting in about five minutes before we start well fair enough i'm I'm glad to inspire behind the scenes from the ministry of dice there we go there we go well Good evening, my man, or evening as we we're recording, recording this. How, how are you today? I'm all right. I'm all right. You're right. Yeah, you you left the house and everything today, didn't you? <laughs> Shh. Shh. <laughs> yeah, to a football match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go out for work, venture out into mm. the big, scary world. Yeah, that, that must have been strange. It was, it was <laughs> bizarre, it was bizarre, the, the, the world is a quiet place. I should take my car out actually, it's been sat on the drive for a few days, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, turn it over, else it'll go. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get in my car for like about 10 days or so and it was like all kind of musty and yucky inside. Oh it, yeah, it's, it been, it's been warm, yeah it's been warm as well so it will get fusty in there. Joe took it the other day to work for me to give it a bit of a run but I better just make sure. Anyway, so everyone remind me, someone remind me in a couple of days' time to turn the car over. <laughs> what's, what's fusty? Fusty? You said fusty. You know, like... Musty. Yeah, fusty, like... Yeah, well, it's like it's like musty, but fusty. Ah, uh, now I get it. No, yeah, come on. Sorry. Get with the program. I'm on Google now, because uh, is fusty really that random? It felt around at the time. Fusty meaning. Yeah, there you go. Fusty. Smelling stale, damp, or stuffy. Is there any kind of local dialect? Dialects? No, just straight up dictionary entry. Fusty. An actual, adjective. Or not Smelling even stale, like a, damp, or stuffy. Like a like colloquialization. That's a long word. Check no. me out. That's usually you doing the long words. Nice, yeah. No, that's you're not getting any like random northerner out. <laughs> it's an actual word <laughs> well, there we go well there we go what are we again now three minutes in still no dice masters chat we're setting a we're setting a standard here isn't it just isn't it just <laughs> like five minutes goes like right we'll keep it short we've got a lot to go through this episode and he's like googling <laughs> yeah, you're right, busty actually. yeah it's true it's true you're right so let's get down to it what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded my good man what have i been up to been playing some games was getting Very prepped nice. for the one big weekend, but I had to change, yes. to change my plans. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, we'll hear, hear more about that later. Yes, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I was, uh, played some games with you, played some games with the figurehead of Scottish Dice Masters, TJ. That was fun. Yes, yeah, it was nice to get together with TJ, wasn't it? He's all right. He's very nice man. <laughs> very nice very, man. Very, very nice man. <laughs> very nice man. <laughs> and I'm a secret lemonade drinker. Lemonade drinker. 
1980s adverts, the height of pulp culture. Yeah, so I did that. <laughs> I've been playing a bit more Fortnite with a boy. I hit 100 on the Battle Pass. I'm sure everyone will be excited to hear, uh, which is, yes, which is cool. All been waiting for the update there. I know. Edge of their seats. Did some exciting recorded on the weekend. Oh, yes, we did, yeah. That should have gone out by now, actually. Oh, okay. So if you haven't already, after you've finished listening to this, of course, then do check out the Rolling Thunder podcast with the great hosts there, Chris and Andy, who will take you on a journey <laughs> about toilet paper. Down, 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 down. <laughs> yes, that's right. Toilet paper. Uh, we were graciously invited onto the Rolling Thunder podcast. How could we say no? Uh, only to discover that the subject of discussion was going to be quarantine and toilet paper shortages. What I didn't realise is that the little introduction that Arj does, I thought he researched that, but he didn't. He asked us to do it ourselves. So I gave him <laughs> a, a a plethora. That's another long word. You're rubbing off on you me. Out. Where did they toilet roll? <laughs> uh, of my achievements and successes over my long and illustrious career. Oh, I'm hitting some good words today. And oh, I, and he didn't use all of them. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you can We'll lay it down. You can lay down the whole intro at the end, and we'll put it in the outtake for you. Cool. All right, that's a deal. That's a steal. <clears throat> Sorted. Sale of the century. Oh, nice editing there. Yeah, yeah. Like phew, lightning, I did. I can't be bothered. I've got enough editing coming up with all the global reverse collation stuff. Oh yeah, so no <laughs> swearing. All right, Andrew. Yes, ma'am. Goodness me, goodness me. Anyway, and that really concludes uh, my gaming because I've not been out, been working. No, for sure. Working, doing my job, working, being a home yeah. teacher. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, okay, that fair play. Me dodging. Covid bullets while going to the shops and back. Yeah, yeah, you have to dodge them Covid bullets and and the hornets. Oh, if have you noticed? You heard it here first. Urgent news: there is now a <laughs> coronavirus emoji. Oh, the uh, little dude hugging the heart. Nope, an actual emoji on your emergency keypad. No em- emoji. Did I say emoji or emergency keypad there? You said emergency emoji keypad, I think. Oh, well, <laughs> cover all bases. <laughs> right, right, where's this then now? Let me um, let me just pause everything and I'll send it to you. If you are looking for it, it is... Oh, I've just had a ding. I've just had a... No way. It looks that? like a sneeze. There you go. If you hit the light bulb, scroll right a bit. You've got the green gun, the dagger. Right a little bit more. There's what looks like some DNA and below it. Coronavirus. It's got its own emoji, folks. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. When you listen to this and you find it, send one to Chris. <laughs> and you can do that via Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> yes, <you can. laughs> the uh, Instagram one. You can also do it via Reddit, email, comment on the blog. <laughs> but just make sure you direct that just to Chris. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yes. This all collectively give chris the coronavirus nice nice okay well i'll give my updates shall i for what i've been up to <laughs> keep it tight weeks. keep it tight i will keep it tight because there's not like yourself there's not a great deal to update i've done a little bit of gaming with the hashtag competitive kids so the funko pops were out again the other day the funko verse game had a little round of harry potter put draco up against ron weasley Ooh. 
which was, you know, all right. And I've picked up the latest Beastie Bar expansion, the third Beastie Bar expansion. So we had a little blast on that when that arrived, which was fun. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. I'll tell you what else we've played, actually. I, I don't know if you've noticed in the supermarket sometimes they've got these, like, Lego card games, you know, over by the magazines. Uh, no. No? Okay, well, there was a Lego Batman one hanging around in Tesco's. I picked up the starter set, never did nothing with it. This was months ago. And Harrison took a bit of an interest in the starter set, you know, in these quarantine times as a thing to while away a little bit of time. And I bought bought some extra boosters for him. They were going cheap on eBay. And it's actually really good. (laughs) It's actually actually a really good little card game. You get a deck, you build a deck, you've got your superheroes. They're all obviously Lego images there's a dark side and a superman and a wonder woman and a batman and a cheetah and scarecrow and blah 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 but you get these uh, action cards that like the batmobile and stuff that lets you do things and it's a bit of a kind of puzzle I'll tell you what it's sort of vaguely reminds me of it's got a little element of hand of the king oh cool. you've got like a three by three grid and you're trying to knock out your opponent's characters and stuff and it's actually really good you know for what it is i mean yeah. comparably so, yeah, we played a little bit of that. And then, uh, as far as the Dice Master stuff go, exactly the same as you. Because, you know. COVID, isn't it? You're my only friend. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing else to add to that one. So, I think we'll keep it tight and rock and roll on with the actual episode, shall keep we? Keep it tight. Yes. That's what, what have we got coming up? And what a rip-roller of the episode we have today, folks. Yes, indeed. So uh, we're going to open up with a community focus. Andy referenced the One Big Weekend online a few moments ago that he's been pre- had been prepping a team for. So we'll bounce into a community focus and just talk about some of the details on that. Then it's that time of year. Our fourth anniversary is coming up. It's no, nearly wait, fourth n- anniversary. Uh, fourth, third, third, third anniversary, third anniversary. I'm jumping ahead. It's it's because in my notes I've written our fourth year to come. That's what's happened uh, there. Ooh, you've been writing yeah. notes. Yeah, for the blog post. Uh, you know, okay. the the show notes on the blog post. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we're here, we want to make a call out for some help, please, everybody. Then we're going to do a little bit. Uh, we're going to stay on the one big weekend train and <laughs> talk a little bit about the meta, some of our kind of predictions as to what some of the top pick kind of cards and win cons and teams might be. And then... The, the bit you'll all been waiting for, which will be part two of the Global Reverse Galation Rotation Edition. Pad. Indeed. And that should be a pretty jam-packed episode. I think we'll end up running long again this week. Ah, oh, well, what else are they going to do? Yeah, stick stick through to the end for the Global Reverse Galation, including special guests. Indeed. I was very surprised and excited to see that we had some of you lovely listeners enter in your version our reverse talking challenge and challenge and uh, we'll hear the results very soon indeed all right well uh, without further ado then let's crack on with the community focus shall we let's do it do it do it now this is london calling 
Here is the news. Yeah, it's okay then, folks. So this next segment now, as you said, is um, to talk a little bit about the one big weekend online, otherwise being referred to as the Corona Consolation Tournament. If you've not seen already, then the guys over at Rolling Thunder put the information out the other day and posted it across Facebook and all the sort of social media channel- channels with the information around dates and start times and formats and such like. So we're just going to very briefly rattle through that. But if you would like the finer detail, then I know that Arjun Lucan will have in the episode that's already come out but hasn't come out as the time of recording. We'll have talked about it in much more detail, uh, along with myself, in fact, because did we mention... We were on Rolling Thunder this week. MOD takeover. It's yeah, you can't go anywhere without us cropping up in your ear hole. Absolutely, yeah. We love bringing oral pleasure. So the event will be taking place on Saturday, the sixteenth of May. It will be broken down into two sub events. There's a European bracket and a US bracket. The European event will be kicking off at five p.m. That's UK time, British summer time. So it will be 6 p.m. on the mainland. We're asking for registration 30 minutes before. So please do make sure you're around on the old uh, registered on challenge by uh, 4.30 or 5.30 respectively. The US leg of that will be kicking off at 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is 11 a.m. Mountain and Noon Central and 1 p.m. Eastern. Ooh. yeah, do you know what? You're going to have to... All this time zone stuff, uh, I'm making a right hash of this. I'm going to put the link to the Rolling Thunder page in the show notes. Go, go and take a look for the fine detail around that because uh, my head's boggled. I know that I need to be ready at 4.30 <laughs> in the UK. And that's, <laughs> that's the bit that some numpty put you in charge of it. Well, I wouldn't say in charge. I'm just going to keep an eye on the brackets and announce the pairings and whatnot. Caretaker. Help out if needed. Maybe if there's a few people who are less familiar with playing online, I can be around to help them out a little bit too. I'm not going to participate and do the kind of TOE thing. So, you like um, the Alfred to Arjun, Luke, and Batman and Robin? <laughs> the grey haired butler. The grey haired British yeah, butler. The yeah, dynamic duo. You'd be very disappointed if you hired yourself a British butler. And you got me. Oh, Wurzel Gummidge comes rocking up at your front door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, what is this? <laughs> anyway, the format then for the one big weekend online. <laughs> so it's modern 2020, but Woo-hoo! there's a short ban list. Boo. There are five ban cards. These are Becky Lynch, Maiden Island. What? Uh, Becky Lynch. The four cost Becky Lynch, Straight Fire. I found that uh, one. Asuka. The Empress of Tomorrow, The Godcatcher, Famous Walking Statue, and Yawning Portal, Comfortable In. That list was developed based on feedback in the questionnaires, as well as an extensive discussion by the One Big Weekend Council. Um, So please do team build accordingly. Uh, There was quite a big sort of drive to have what's largely being referred to as an amber-level event. So people want to kind of be a bit competitive, but not too competitive. And Becky Lynch seems to be dominating... Well, not dominating, but seems to be prevalent, I suppose, would be a better choice of words, in the two-team takedown. So the motivation behind that is to encourage a bit more creativity and people perhaps might have to think a little bit more about the team construction, yeah, without falling into that pit of, well, either going straight for Becky because it's the quick, easy answer, or if you're not going for Becky, having to team build around dealing with Becky, you know? 
<clears throat> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, Andy, as you can probably tell, is not impressed. I had my he ginger had ready. I had my team <clears throat> you kind did. of in the nearly sorted out stage. You did. Jeez. Dirty council. Yeah. But we'll all have fun. Um, woo! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's just a big old get-together, which will be nice. So, And it's the same format in North America. There, we'll be using the online chat service called Jitsi. We're also using Challenge as the result reporting system and the, for pairings and whatnot. So in order to participate, you need to be willing to use Jitsi and you need to be across... Uh, registered on challenge uh, we'd also recommend you joining the cr game room discord server because that links you can link that to your challenge and then get your updates as to who you're paired with and and such like again i'll refer you to the more detailed better written information that's on the rolling thunder page that will be linked in the show notes cool yeah it goes on how to use jitsi and challenge and everything else so if you're as confused as i am with that go and have a read and you'll be able to uh, get yourself sorted. Do not let it deter yes. you. No, absolutely not. Uh, and, and that's a, you know, we're, we've said it many times before. We'll say it again. We are huge advocates of playing online. Uh, we get together every week and play even before it went quarantine. We regularly um, hooked up for some games using online services. It is much, much easier to get online and play than than you might think. Certainly don't worry about your kind of technical know-how. We're not particularly technical, me and Andy, and, and we still get it done. Uh, Jitsi works like most other video calling, video conferencing style systems. It's very straightforward. Just a few clicks of a button and you're away. Yeah, and no, like I say, um, I'm, I'm not going to participate in the event. So in, in addition to um, keeping an eye on the challenge, any reporting stuff that needs doing, running the pairings, announcing the rounds and such like, I'll be about if you're new to playing online and you need a little bit of support, you can pop a hand up and I'll do my best to help you out within my limited knowledge and capabilities. That should be funny. <laughs> yeah, that should be funny indeed. So yeah, there you go. That, that's all there is on the Community Focus, just the one big weekend online corona consultation uh, consultation what? consolation the corona consolation event the corona consultation event yes that's right the world health organization and health officials the world over would like <laughs> dice master player input <laughs> the world health organization in conjunction with the ministry of dice is proud to present <laughs> the vaccine oh, oh dear. dear tripping over me words today uh yeah and that's it for the news cool right let's All right. go on to the next bit yeah, I can mess that one up too. Stay tuned, folks. Yes, welcome back, dear listener. And this next segment now, it's only going to be a short one, but we are launching our annual fundraising raffle today. Woo! Woohoo! Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, as mentioned in the intro, we're coming to our third birthday. And along with the excitement of our third birthday, we also have the depressing email reminders coming in to tell us that our annual renewals for the various services and online software that we utilize to make this thing a reality have started dropping. As you can imagine, it's a bit of a strain on our wallets. So we are turning to you, our ever trusted and faithful community, to see if you may be willing to make a contribution to help us out and to keep our lights on, as it were. We're calling it the Year 3 Button on a Blogathon. You get it? You get it? It's a button on a blog. Yeah, instead of the telephone, like a telephone. It's clever, that. I, thought I, was, 
I thought I was dead clever coming up with that, yeah. What can I say? I'm inspired. Uh, but do you know what? We wouldn't normally, you know, we don't like to just ask for money. Although by all means, if anyone wants to just give us some money, we'll have some money. But for, for the purposes of this, we are going to run it as a raffle. We've hustled, traded, called in some favours to make sure that we've got some lovely, lovely, lovely raffle prizes available for you. I think raffling, you know, f- fundraising raffles, it's the British way, isn't it, really? It is. It's the British way. So you like know, a lovely tombola. Tombola. Hey, jinx. Yeah, absolutely. So we've lined up some prizing to put on offer. We're selling the raffle tickets at £2.50 a ticket, which at the point of recording right now, according to exchange rates, is about $3 US, about $4.30 Canadian, and about €2.85, give or take. You can buy multiple tickets. So for every multiple of £2.50 that you purchase, you will get an additional ticket. The pricing is really, really good this year, actually. We've lined up some super exciting stuff. If we get one to five donations, then we'll have a one of the highly coveted Ministry of Dice custom accessory sets up for grabs. If we get six to 15, we'll throw a second Ministry of Dice custom accessory set in. If we get 16 to 25 donations, then thanks to the grateful work of esteemed member of the ministry, Stu.art. Thank you, Stu. We've got some modtastic custom art cards. We've got the MOD for Life Deadpool and a really super funny Weeping Cosplay Melinda. And we'll see if you can guess who Melinda May is cosplaying at while weeping. So, yeah, that, that'll be a set of two. So we're up to the third prize here. If we get 26 to 35 donations, we'll increase the prize pool by a second set of Modtastic Sketch Art cards. In this batch, you'll have Salty McSaltface and a version of the true Mr. Exotic by Stu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're nice, they're sweet, they're really good looking. In fact, the first edition of that true Mr. Exotic, which is slightly different, Stu put up on eBay and it went for about... 25 30 quid i think if i remember right yeah quite a way i think i put a bid in but i was outbid yeah so whoever's got that card i'm i'm, I'm envious because I, I had a crack too and then it went far outside my budget but yeah they're, they're they're amazing you should see them i'll put pictures up on the blog in accompanying blog post that's got all this information in it uh, so go and have a peek at the, the pictures the salty the salt face is brilliant it's good I love, I love the artwork on that. Uh, at this point as well, at the 26 to 35 donations mark, we'll also throw a third set of MOD custom accessories in. But this time, the third set's going to be super special because it's going to include one of our limited edition MOD wooden spoons. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So you can become a member of the MOD wooden spoon club. With me. The world. Yes. Yeah. We we should have a wooden spoon list somewhere, shouldn't we? But we like giving these away. You can then take them when, when the world goes back to normal and you're playing events at your friendly local gaming store. You can take it back and give it to the loser as a consolation prize. Then on to the next bracket is 36 to 45 donations, at which point there will add a complete set of Judge Dredd-themed alt art cards by Stu. Uh, once again, these are mind-blowingly good. They're brilliant. Uh, so go, please do go onto the blog and check the picture out because they are awesome. Then we've got 45 to 55 donations. The final bracket, we've got a limited edition premiere event playmat autographed by none other than Eric Lang himself. What a good prize. That is a good prize, yeah. So uh, the limited, the premiere event playmats are pretty hard to get your hands on nowadays anyway. I think they stopped giving them away at events, what, maybe three, maybe three, in four years yeah. back now. Yeah. 
Eric signed it uh, while he was at the UK Games Expo in 2015. Uh, and so we've got an autographed limited edition premier event play map, uh, WizKids official one. So there you go. But just to put the icing on the cake, I've done, I've done some maths. I've crunched some numbers. And the total cost of things like our annual domain renewal and some subscriptions that we have and the SoundCloud and the extra Google Drive space and some of the software subscriptions, blah, 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 all that stuff that's gone in. I've crunched some numbers. And after PayPal takes some fees and I've put aside a little bit to help me out with posting these prizes out to the winners, if we get over around £200, that should square us up and keep us running solid for the year. So at that point, if we break the £200 donation mark, I will put up one of my gold... I've got two gold sidekick dice sets, and I'll put up one of those gold sidekick dice sets that I won at the um, European Championship last year. You say gold, you mean we coloured. Well, yes, okay, but everybody knows what I mean. The, <laughs> the, the amber dice. ones. The, these were only ever previously available at uh, the Memphis World Championship and at the uh, Bratislavan European Championship. So there's a very limited number of these available worldwide. I, I accrued two, um, one for my top 16 placement and one for my top eight placement during the event. And so my second set, the ones that I use on camera, in stream, I'm going to give them up and give them to one lucky winner if we break the £200 mark. That's got to be worth it in itself, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, at, at that point, I would say, you know, it, is worth throwing two and a half quid or a fiver in to get one or two tickets just on the off chance. Just on the off chance, you know what I mean? But further to that, this isn't just, you know, we're not trying to make money. This is about just helping us maintain the costs um, of running the blog. Anything that we do get in excess of that £200, our absolute commitment to you guys is that we'll, we'll, we'll circle it back around and put it back into the work that we do on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, on the website. You know, this year alone, we've done some stuff upgrading microphones, getting some further equipment so that we can improve the quality of the audio. We had a bit of a rough ride getting it there, but I think we're about there now or certainly on the upward trajectory of improvement. We've done some stuff to improve the camera quality of our work um, on the YouTube channel. So it's all about just helping us keep this thing going because the bottom line is I love doing this. And I know, Andy, you you love doing this, don't you? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing without you guys and the – the, the kind of the driving force behind it is just the sort of com- the community feeling that I get from being involved. Uh, aside from the fact that I get a weird thrill from making lists of cards and recording videos about them, I don't know what that's all about. So yeah, and, and if no one enters, then we just we just pay it ourselves. So yeah, yeah, but you know, that'd be nice if we didn't have to. And if loads of people yeah, enter, so- we can get banging drunk. Well, yeah, the limoncello is looking a bit low in the old drinks cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, but joking aside, we're just asking for some support, some help, uh, some small contribution to help us keep running what we've got set up so far and also maybe to help us continue into year four to try and improve incrementally bit by bit um, so that the quality of what we're offering gets better and better, you know. But we don't like to just put our hand out, so we're laying on some Hopefully, I believe they are, but hopefully you'll you'll agree. Some pretty sexy, kind of limited, hard to find Dice Masters goodies too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. well, uh, I'll stop. I'll I'll put the hat away. Stop putting the hat out. <laughs> I was about to say if if anyone drops a lot of money, we should offer them a space as a guest on the bar or something. SCU drops money. 
Yeah, I'm going off script there though. So let's see. Maybe drop a drop a significant donation and maybe we'll we'll do a special treat just for you. Ooh, that's exciting. I'll get my knee pads. I'll get the guitar out. Everyone loves it when I get the guitar out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, yeah. So uh, head on over to BritRoller6.com. If you scroll to the bottom of the page, you'll find the three buttons across the bottom. There's one on there that says Donate. Did it say Donate? I can't remember what words I put on it. PayPal Donate. Uh, Yeah, PayPal Donate. That'll take you to our PayPal page where you can make your donation. Uh, once you've made that donation, I'll then uh, divide it by the two pound fifty value uh, and add your ticket numbers to a big, like kind of random number generator thing that I use, and we will run the raffle on our episode on June the eighth. So um, all entries gratefully received. Yes, welcome back. Okay, thanks for sticking with us this far. I know I know that's all been a bit kind of like news and announcements and blogathon and stuff. Uh, so now we're going to get into some actual content, I suppose. And for this segment now, what we'd like to do is swing back round to the one big weekend and have a little bit of a discussion around our predictions as to what some of the kind of top picks that are going to be seen on the day across both North America and the European event. What wing cons might be popular? What utility cards are we going to see about? particularly in light of the fact that there's that short ban list of five cards. It's, it's a short list, but it's a heavy hitter. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Uh, like, like I said, in the community focus, I think just the, I don't know, I don't know what, the, I've been trying to find a word to sort of pin it down. I think the fear was that it, it was just going to be Becky on Becky all day long, you know, just lacking some variety and there was definitely individuals quite a number of individuals in fact who responded to the surveys who were leaning more into the you know the casual end the green scale or the amber looking for something sort of mid-level and the belief was that if we just kind of creamed off a few of those obvious choices at the top there that maybe that would invite a bit of variety but you know there's still a lot of really meta stuff about there is indeed. So let's go through our predictions of what we think we're going to see, and then we can have a revisit after we've had the event and see how right we were. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, shall I go first, or would you like to start? Um, After you. Okay. Well, I'll begin with, shall I just do the first one on my list that I messaged over to you? Uh, yeah, okay, cool. So uh, I'm thinking maybe we might see some obscure Drow mercenary teams about. Oh, a bit like the uncommon Yuanti builds of your. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think um, so. I was talking to uh, Stu uh, the other day, in fact, discussing the old art cards that he's uh, gratefully uh, donated to us to use for our raffle and uh, he played a team in i think it was one of the thursday night dice fights actually a, a number of weeks back that was built around the drow mercenary but he did this little combo with the avengers id card so for a- anyone who's not in the know the drow mercenary has the keyword obscure and obscure is when you use an action dice the character becomes unblockable until the end of the turn so you you get your hands on a cheap action dice and make your Drow Mercenary unblockable. But he's got beefier stats than we've seen in the past with these kind of unblockable characters because he's 0-3-2, 1-4-2, and 1-4-4. So he's got that 3-4-4 attack on him. 
And with the Avengers ID card, that gives all Avengers plus two plus two, as well as a little prep if it's on Burst Face. But it's also got the global on it where you can pay a mask to make a character an Avenger. So the little combo that Stu used was to pay a mask to make the Drow Mercenary an Avenger, fire off the Avengers ID card to give him the plus two plus two to then make him a six attacker. You know, and then there's other stuff like the parasite Maxwell Jensen that can give his attack and defense value to another character. There's obviously Ric Flair global, or uh, there's loads of pump globals, isn't there? We can plow a fist or a bolt in to give plus one attack and such like. So the name of the game is to get your drow mercenary out and then just load him up with a bigger attack and fire off a cheaper action and do a big unblockable attack. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, so that's that's my first prediction: the drow mercenary. The drow mercenary. I hope Stu's not planning on using that team. Else he'll be a little bit annoyed if you've uh, gone and given it away. Uh well, I did tell him that I was asked. You know, when discussing it with him, I said that we're doing content on the subject. <laughs> as long as <laughs> as long as we've had that combo, then that's fine. Um, my first prediction is one that you have mentioned in that little list, and that is the parasite Maxwell Jensen. Uh, I took an absolute battering on the first round of our MOD PDM by a Maxwell Jensen uh, with some sidekicks and the, um, what's the unblockable sidekick goal global on? Insect Plague. Insect Plague. It's pretty much new modern. As far as I'm aware, the pieces you need just to field a sidekick and... Insect Plague is, is out. Why? It's not, it's not legal anymore. It's rotated out. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Was it? Um, it was in, what do we call it? Yeah. Ah, tits. Um, well, we'll still see the parasite, even if it's not with Parasite. <laughs> it, well, it would be parasite and poxwalker, probably. Probably. Yeah. Parasite, poxwalker. But then that drown mercenary is probably better. But I don't know. There might be teams out there that... Uh, channel their uh, or players that channel their inner chi into making that exciting and work better so yeah i'm still going with it parasite even if it's with the drama history is still super strong in giving his attack over to another character so i expect we'll see that one albeit not in the way i maybe envisioned it bloody new modern load of bollocks <laughs> do you know when, when i messaged you back earlier and said it will be drama mercenary instead of <laughs> I thought you would just think being all clever is like, actually, do you know what? This would be better. <laughs> no, I should have pointed out what I meant. I'm sorry. My next choice <laughs> will be uh, Hulk Green Goliath from the AVX set. I think we will see that quite prevalent in the new modern meta. That's it. Yeah, that's a big card. I think that's a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. What's your second choice, Christopher, of the no? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably That's why confident. you're in the council, innit, and I'm not. <laughs> yes, but you head up the Federation of Elite Dice Masters players, so you, you can't know. even say it. No, I can't even say it. Um, so I'm reasonably confident that we are going to see some Green Lantern human teams. Yeah, or I'm are not. we dancer? <laughs> I've I've not seen much of this, although I've heard that it's super powerful. It's like Lantern Ring, but not as good. Like all new modern stuff is not as good as Golden. Um. <laughs> well if you want to revisit the video that i recorded of our gameplay this time last week 
Did you and play I played well? a Green London team. Yeah, that's the one I used. Are you feeling all right today? It's like I've been out the house, haven't I? All, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's spun you out. Oh dear. Well, Green Lantern Human, you're right. Yeah, it's uh, it's very much like the the Lantern Ring of of days gone by. When he's active, he gives Justice League characters his like extra bit of game text that says when they attack, they do a point of damage to the to your opponent for each matching energy symbol in your reserve pool, and it, it tends to be masks mass driven because Green Lantern himself is a mask character. But uh, even with Asuka on the ban list, making the Green Lantern a bit cheaper and the mask characters a bit cheaper, I still think it's got life in it. There's lots of great mask characters that you can combo up with it. Zatanna and Plastic Man are two Justice League mask characters I can think of immediately that are modern legal. You can use loads of fun clay face shenanigans to maximize your energy count to increase the damage. Um, so I think we are definitely going to end up seeing some Green Lantern human teams. Nice. Right, my second choice, if it's right, hopefully it is, is Cree Captain with the Cree Captain Global. Yeah, I think we'll see a lot of that for sure. That with a bit of clay face, seen it used against me a number of times. Buy the Cree Captain, mm. clay face it in, buy another, or have two fists, then use a two fists against the Global to buy some big beat stick. And uh, there's enough big beat sticks around with the WWE set to make that quite prevalent. Yeah, it's certainly a very effective way of getting your hands on a five-cost super quick. Yeah, so I think that that would be prevalent. It's good. It's fast. It doubles as a uh, a cheeky three attack on all faces if you need a blocker or a bit of extra attack to go through. So it's not really a waste of a dice when you finally churn it around through your bag and onto the field. So, yeah, I think that'd be good. Swarm, let's have a look. What's a free one? I always quite like the swarmy one. I know it's a three cost. Yeah. But, um, I tend to lean more towards the one that gets a little stat bump for other villains. Yeah, it's because you like villains, isn't it? it? That's true. Yeah, I can't. Guilty as charged. Search Cree, Cree Captain. So you've got the swarmy one, the buffy one. Oh, no, I quite I like the plain a, one, the two cost the plain two one. The two cost one, yeah. Because it's you know a bit cheaper, and again with the three attack on all three sides, it does the business. So yeah, that's one I like actually. Bollocks to the swarm one, I really like the two cost one, the warmonger as it's called. Is that actually modern legal? Am I all right with that? It, it is. You're all right with that one, yes. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah, and uh, and you're absolutely right. I think as as sort of utility pieces go, Cree Captain Global, Clayface Global, and the two of them used in a kind of combo conjunction is definitely going to be around a lot for one big weekend. If it isn't, I'll be very surprised. Yeah, I agree. Right. Okay, next on my list then. I'm, uh, I'm going to stick with Wincons. No, I put another Wincon on the list. I'm pretty certain we're going to see some of the Hope-Rachel Summers combo going on. Ooh, that's exciting. I've yeah, tried Rachel so, Summers, but I tried it by buying the seven as opposed to uh, hoping it. So I've no idea how I, that's going to be bloody quick. Yeah, absolutely. So Rachel Summers, she's in the X Men Forever box. Uh, the subtitle's Prestige. She's seven cost bolt, and she reads: While Rachel Summers is active, if another X Men character is KO'd, KO all other characters except the Rachel Summers die using this effect. And then you've got Hope Pluripotent Echopraxia, who's a three cost shield character, and her gain text copies the gain text and effects 
of other X-Men characters. So what you would generally do is buy up Hope and then copy the Rachel game text and then KO your Hope. Uh, not your Hope, sorry. Uh, and then pop an, another X-Men in the field, a cheap scrub, a beast or whatever, a KO them to do a big old board wipe. But the timing, you have to kind of get your timing right. It's pretty nice that you can use the Nihilor Global, for example, in your opponent's turn. So what I've seen done there is you get a Hope, copy Rachel, you pop it, you cheap x-men scrubbing perhaps someone who's helping out two hopes would that work um i don't know i don't think it would because well rules lawyers assemble but i don't think it would because your second hope would also be a copy of rachel summers wouldn't it and it says if another x-men character is KO'd. oh okay i'm not sure though so but i've seen it with used with beasts i've actually seen someone use sage you know the sage that increases fielding costs uh do I ever? So they pop a they pop a sage out, they pop a hope out until they've they've kind of amassed their force, as it were. Then KO the sage when they when they're ready not to use her anymore. They do it with a nihilor in in the opponent's turn. That then does the big old board wipe, so your opponent's left stranded, but all your stuff is in the prep area, ready to re-roll back in on your turn. Um, or Balage, who I, th- this is the first time I became aware of this combo. Balage played it against me at the European Championship, and he just straight up bought Rachel Summers. He just straight up bought Rachel Summers and KO'd everything, and then just attacked with a you know an eight eight Rachel Summers. And then uh, this isn't a combo you can do now, but he was then using the uh, mutation to flip her back in. Nice, yeah. Uh, obviously, mutations rotated out now, but yeah, you could just straight up buy your Rachel Summers if you can ramp up to the seven and have a. She's she's no slouch in the stat department at five five seven seven or eight eight, and annihilate everything and then just walk her over. But the kind of tricksy play is to do it in your opponent's turn with the Nihilor Global, yeah, so that they're left with nothing and you're ready to come back stronger next turn. Okay. So there you go, Rachel Hopel, the Rachel Rachel Hopel combo, the Hopel Rachel combo, yeah. The Comble. That's what we should call it. Hopal. Hopal. I like it. The Hopal Comble. Yeah. The Hopal Comble. <laughs> Put it in the history books. It was named there and then. <laughs> so what's next on your list, my good man? Next on my list is the Beasts of Warhammer 40k, the Venerable Dreadnought. And Ooh. as you said, for those not in the know, <coughs> he is a four-cost shield. And basically, while Venerable Dreadnought is active, your active character dice have range one. Range one basically means when something attacks, they can do one damage to uh, an opponent's dice for each dice. So it's basically going ping, 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 and clear in the field. Super popular, uh, but then the OP, or organised play, Black Widow came out, which reduces damage by one. That's right, yeah. Uh, which basically meant that that one damage from each individual source became no damage and made him useless. So um, I think we'll see it because it's strong and it will be reliant on how many people think about taking uh, the Black Widow will be is how well it does. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, Black Widow certainly dropped off the radar a little bit and... I suppose the very nature of us talking about it might put it back on the radar, but um, because it's transforming into quite a combat heavy meta, Black Widow's perhaps going on less teams. She's certainly not as effective against things like Green Lantern lists as she was compared to, say... Boom Boom. um, Boom Boom, yeah. Uh, So it's hard hard to say, really. 
but yeah, it might be. It's, it is definitely one of those those cards, Venerable Dreadnought, that sort of floats in and out, floats in and out. Uh, but maybe now, in this day and age, with with some real muscle to put behind it from the WWE set specifically, then yeah, it could could very well be the time for it to to make a brutal return. Yeah, so you could get it do damage, then tag out your WWE dice and go through. Yeah, yeah. Could be really interesting. Yeah, pop a seething corruption in the mix. Ooh, yeah. Who knows? Really yeah, good. great choice. Yeah, great there's, choice. There's Miss Bird. Very good. Okay, well, uh, I've, I've got one more to throw on the list, uh, and that is... Um, I think that some people will be out there looking for, they'll still be making a Becky Lynch team or a Godcatcher team. They'll just be looking for a different beat stick. And so they'll just be looking at big, hefty characters that can offer a bit of an alternative. So The Rock or Thanos, you know, Thanos from the Mm. uh, Avengers Infinity campaign box. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll still see sort of beat sticky teams that are going to use stuff like the Jerry Lawler Global and the Booker T Force Block Global. Jerry Lawler Global being the one that doubles the damage from a blocked character, but they'll be just utilizing different overcrushers or you know other janky stuff. Perhaps looking for, looking for things that will cost them a bit more to buy than Becky might have done, or you know. So I think we will see maybe a Thanos out there or an overcrushing rock, you know, as a backfill for the Becky slot. Still making use of the Jerry Lawler. Global, the Booker T Global, the Flair, Ric Flair Global, you know. Ooh, I like that Ric Flair Global. Yes, you do, yeah. You've used it used it against me to great effect. I think you should come back. Yeah. Okay, anything else on your list, my man? Nah. Nothing that's probably legal. <laughs> well there might be a few outliers out there i think there's some stuff definitely to keep an eye on if you've not read or taken a look at doom lance for example that's a really interesting kind of wombo combo card uh to be considered uh gazer i think will will appear on many many teams oh, yeah. gazer is going to be about there might be some people trying to make the the kind of fish slap work but backfilled with liter instead of the pxg global or maybe trying to make it work with Atlantis Global or something. I don't know, something sidekick-driven, you know, with Batman or the Charlotte... Is it the Charlotte Flair that does some sidekicky stuff? You, instant wars and whatnot. So I think, think might be some sidekicky stuff about, but I don't know if it's strong enough with Lita being a four-cost. And I filled in, it's awful. Yes, yeah, that can be painful too. Zero, one, As Andy two. found out the other night. I did. Thought I was being clever. Uh-uh. Not today. No, no. Uh, okay, well, in the interest of Kingpin, we'll wrap that one up there. But maybe if you're planning on participating in the uh, in the one big weekend and you're thinking about putting up Becky, and now you've seen the announcement, you you can't you realise you can't use Becky or Godcatcher anymore. There's some alternative things for you to explore and play around with and test in the next week before the big day. But by all means, get in touch. Let us know. Is there something we've missed off the list there? I mean, by the time you get in touch, the event will have taken place, so we will definitely revisit this. But um, yeah, is there something we're overlooking, or is there a meta team out there that's doing well? Please do get in touch and let us know. You'll find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. Get in touch over at the blog um, by going to the Contact Us button at the bottom of the page, or email us both at chris at britroller6.com or andy at britroller6.com. Tweet me, Insta me, as Andy said before. You'll you'll find me everywhere. You can't you can't turn your head without me 
lurking. And start it with a coronavirus emoji. <laughs> yes, if you if that if if that makes you happy, yes, please do. <laughs> it does. All right, moving on to the next segment, then, my good man. Okay, then we've saved the best till last. The moment you've all been waiting for. It's part two of the global reverse escalation rotation edition. The challenge. challenge. So here we are then. Uh, so uh, last episode, if if you hadn't listened, I recorded my attempt at the global reverse escalation. If people don't know what global reverse escalation is, Andy, what would you tell them? Okay, so what I did is I recorded myself saying different cards, uh, and for the rotation edition, it was from the new rotation or the new modern. Then I flipped them and I reversed them on my little iPad, and then I played those reversed card titles to Chris and asked him to emulate the sounds it made. I then recorded that, flipped it back, and... (laughs) Saw if he could get anywhere near what it was. Easy, simple. There's nothing complicated Simples. or convoluted about this whatsoever. <laughs> no, not at all. So here we are then today to play back to me my attempt at reverse beat to see how accurate it is. But it's not only me, is it? No, we had some submissions from our lovely, lovely listeners. So we have also got attempts from... The main man from DM North himself, Jordo. Jordo! We've got the figurehead of Scottish Dice Masters, TJ, the Ministry of Dice Man in America, Andy May, and also the dynamic duo of Rolling Thunder. <laughs> Arge Complete with and, Butler. Well, hello. Uh, but, <laughs> Arge and Lucan. So uh, yes. we've got a, a, a loads of attempts. Yeah. Okay, so the first one that you heard last week was me saying it backwards. And I, what I was playing, I, I won't take too long if I, I've said what I was doing. I mean, I've played what I was doing backwards. But this is what it was. Going forwards. Becky Lynch, Maiden Island. Right, okay. So it was Becky Lynch, Maiden Island. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think your attempt was that bad at all. In fact, this was really good for most people's. But here is Chris's attempt at that. Pretty decent, I thought. Yeah, you can make out the Becky Lynch bit, I think, certainly. And Maiden Island. (laughs) Okay, what what about our North American correspondent, Mr. May? Mr. May. This is pretty good as well. Let's listen to Andy May. My real It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. A little bit wonky at the end. It's fair attempt. Fair attempt. Fair attempt. Well done. Well done. Let's um, let's go for Jordo. Did you clean his up? <laughs> <laughs> After I edited out all of the swearing from Jordo, I managed to just get his attempts, and this is his quality Canadian attempt. See, his maiden island was stronger than his Becky Lynch. Yes, yes, it was. I agree. Absolutely. Well done, Jordo. Good job. Uh, so who else we got on the list? Oh, we've got the dynamic duo. Okay, here's uh, here's Lucan. Make lunch. Make lunch. Ooh, one kick at the end there. Good Went start. a bit one kick at the end. And then okay. His dad. 
Mailisch. Mails meins. <laughs> okay. I mean, they all sound bad, but Arj sounds like he's having a stroke. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. And then the figurehead. Um, TJ. Of Scottish Dice Masters. Mailings. Mailing my Lynch. Oh. Did you get that? Did you just say Becky Lynch twice? <laughs> Mailing my Lynch. Oh, yes. Yes, that's the promo version. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, Lynch. Mail it, my Well, okay, very good. So uh, they, they part of the challenge was to pit themselves against me. Who's come out with the best Becky Lynch Maiden Island attempt? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Everyone's a winner. Okay, fair enough then. Let's move on to the second card title then, please. <laughs> See how I've done there. Second one. So, what it should have sounded like, what it should sound like is like this. The Kevin Owens Show. Did you get that? <laughs> yeah, the I Kevin love your Owens Owens pronunciation. <laughs> Last the time Kevin Owens Show. I got accused of sounding like C-3PO. <laughs> uh, this time I think you might get accused of sounding like <laughs> C-3PO. <laughs> this one was proper weird. Listen, right, so let's start off with you again. Kevin Owenstein. Kevin Owenstein. Kevin Owenstein. Yes, that's right. It's uh, his long lost relative from Austria. <laughs> and how did Andy Mayfair? Yes, Kevin Show. He's got a good show. He's got. A, he's got a good show. He makes a good show. <laughs> good show of himself. Good, good show, old chap. Um, and there we've got Jordo again, minus the swearing. That's actually pretty good. It's yeah, decent. all right. Yeah, fair, fair. Let's hit Luke up for number two. Kevin Vernon show. The show is coming out. The sh- yeah, the show definitely come through well there. All right, Arge. How did Arge do? Kevin show is show. I think that's the strongest one so far. I think that's the strongest one so far. Hey, all right, and Teach is coming up. Oh, go on. Feather show. Sure. It sounds like he's saying the feather balance show. <laughs> Maybe he was. You yeah. know that that very famous touring review where the man balanced a feather. <laughs> <laughs> it was the talk of London town. <laughs> All right, excellent. Number two. Moving on to number three. Then I'll put Luke. Um, uh, Arge is the winner of that one. Uh, what, the second one? Yeah, I think so. Okay, fair. Right, number three. Oh, hold on. Number three should sound like this. Eddie Guerrero, I steal. Okay. Now you'll notice that the I steal comes out banging for most people, but the Eddie Guerrero, <laughs> <laughs> there are some problems. Let's, okay. Let's hit you first. I steal. What was that at the end then? <laughs> Let's do it again. I steal. <laughs> you get all angry at the end. I steal. I steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. Andy, okay. May. <laughs> I steal. I Andy, that's that's very offensive, Mister May, to accuse Australians of being thieves like that. <laughs> 
And next is Jordan. Hey, yeah, I don't know what he's doing with that one. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of swearing in Jordo's entry. <laughs> Say this twice. Let's see if this comes out. This is Lucan's. Yeah, again, like you say, the ice steel comes out strong, but the Eddie Guerrero. Still, fair attempt, Mr. El Segundo. Now for El Supremo. Oh, okay. That, yeah. yeah, that was strong. If I'd have heard that, I'd have gone, that's Eddie Guerrero that you're saying there. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, looks like Arch might be on for the winning. Teach to finish off. Oh, that's good. I steal. <laughs> one more um, time. One the, more time. I'm not sure about the Eddie on that. That's very much, that definitely reminds me, I know we mentioned this last time we did this, but that definitely reminds me of the backwards episode of Red Dwarf. <laughs> so are we going to give that to Arge as well? Well, I mean, you're 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 the Q Branch Quizmaster extraordinaire. Yeah, I think but so. I'm feeling Arge's is yeah. the clearest. Right, motoring okay. on. Motoring on to number four. Gazer, evil familiar. Uh, okay. This one's so good. Right. Here's you first. Okay. Easy. Here for familiar. Not bad, actually. How <laughs> much familiar? <laughs> Sound like some some chaff from London. Ah, right, fam. All right, fam. <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's really, I'm, I'm with the fam in it, la. <laughs> Mr. Mays, go. Easy. He's all familiar. Ooh, that's a strong evil familiar there from Andy. Jordo. That's strong as well. That was strong as well, yeah. His gazer was stronger than Andy May's gazer, though. Yeah. Right. Look in. Yeah, it's that evil familiar. <sighs> Oof. Oh, there's a lot of contenders on this one. Hit Arja. Henza. Evil familiar. Super strong as well. That was strong, yeah. I, d- I don't know if it was strong as... Oh, feeling Lucan on that one. Before you make that decision, here's Teach. Yeah, that one came out pretty well for everyone there, didn't it? It did, it did. All right, well, it's judgment time, Mr. Q Branch. Okay, uh, Lucan, I agree. Lucan. Hey, Lucan, El Primero. <laughs> right. So, and I'm sure you'll be happy to hear this is the last one. Now, this was proper hard. <laughs> this was proper hard. This is what it should have been. The Godcatcher. Famous walking statue. Ooh. Oh. Whereas you decided it was... Spantorchi. Famous shortbakshi. <laughs> that sounds like I'm saying famous short-backed sheep. <laughs> yes, the you know the famous short-backed sheep. Yeah, it was well, a terror. Yeah. There was you had the you had the god catcher, you had the drunken statue. There were all these, and then the short-backed sheep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, let's see if anyone else got it any better. Here is Andy May again. Reality. Well, you I mean, that just sounded sinister and menacing. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the, I felt there was a guy at my back mugging me with a knife in my in my ribs. 
<laughs> and then Jono. The famous comes out, but that's about it. Shinshashai. Shinshashai. Uh, Lucan. Yeah, the famous again there. I felt like the catcher was strong there on Arges. And last, but certainly not least, TJ. Famous came through strong on that. Yeah. All of them. The, the famous seemed to come out, but the rest of it didn't. Well, I think surely that's got to go to the short back sheep. Who did the short back sheep? Handy mate. Uh, me. You. No, you. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay. Do... Yeah. Because <laughs> at least it sounded like I, I said a phrase, even if it was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can win the last one for your short back sheep. And there we go. So, who's the winner, there you ask? Well, the winner is obviously you, listener, for enjoying that episode. <laughs> A great, great segment of an overly convoluted <laughs> quiz involving people talking backwards and then making it go forwards. If you have any suggestions for equally convoluted... Yeah, let's <laughs> see how complicated we can get it. Yeah, fire them over to us. We, we will consider all, all suggestions. We, you know, we're game. Yeah, right. Well, the boys at Rolling Thunder did send over some bonus ones. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they like to do that. They had a better, their bonus one was Belter last year. It was. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it was good. If you yeah, are Paul wondering what that is, oh yes, it was. Then uh, do um, do check out our previous episode. It was episode somewhere between one and seventy that that was on. Mm. So check them all out, and I'm sure you'll yep. find it eventually. Right. Yeah. I've got to admit, I flipped them. I don't really know what they're saying, so I thought I'd throw it out to the listeners to see if you can decipher. Arjun Lucan talking backwards and I flipped it to go forwards. Okay. Um, okay. So I've got two from each of them because they're generous sorts. So these are the two that I've sent. Now these are me reversing their reversey talk. I'm getting confused okay. now. So Arj number one. I feel like that's Becky Lynch and he's not her favourite. I heard Becky Lynch is not a pirate. <laughs> but, well, you, know. you know, I don't think she is a pirate. It would be definitely an accurate... accurate <laughs> or is she? Do what we know this she? for sure? <laughs> Do we know for sure? I mean, I'm making an assumption, but I, I'm being very prejudiced. I'm just going off look. She doesn't look piratey, but who am I to assume she's not a pirate just because she doesn't look piratey? Well, how do you look downloaded. piratey? Well, you know... You, what you do is you, you go to VPN services online, find a torrent site, and download a movie. <laughs> I was just thinking of a, maybe a triangular hat. Where am I? <laughs> or hanging off a skip. But it's somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, with your man Cleggy. Um, yeah. Right. This is the second one from Arge. Okay. Any and like for the hall. Well, I believe that is Andy England finally in the hall. I wonder what he could be referring to. Well, I, I wonder indeed. Perhaps the listeners might like to go and listen to the latest episode of The Rolling Thunder. 
You'll find it at rollingthunder.xyz. No apostrophe, no G. Episode 12, I believe. Season 2, episode 12, is it? I don't know. I don't know, these season-y things. It's their latest one. The latest uh, one. And you might you might understand what Arge is talking about there. Someone. A very proud moment for Mr. England, if it is what we think it is. Someone got nominated. Right, yeah. there, Luke and I had a go. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Is his number one. Me, Lish. On, still me. Oh, no, I don't know. Something about Becky Lynch? Maybe. On stilts? On stilts, yeah. That could very well be the case. All right, second one. From Simpsons. A loose second kinder. Do you know what? When Arge fired these over to me, he did say that Luke and the second one was pretty tough. And do you, do you know what? It's he not right. Wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> However, because we like to use other content creator stuff to elongate this uh, this segment out, <laughs> let us know. Let us know what you think the boys from Roll of Thunder are saying in their two bonus submissions to the Global Reverse Galation Rotation Edition uh, competition. And yeah, we'll, we'll we'll ask them and see if they reply. Yeah. If yeah. Right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Andy, for doing that for us. Cool. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, let's wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, Just before we finish up, I've got a few thank you notes, my good man. Thank you notes. Yes, I do. I'd like to say, uh, first on the list, I'd like to say a big thank you to Lonnie Wilson. Lonnie has been out and about doing some custom map designs, and I got in touch with Lonnie and said, hey, man, would you be interested in some commissions? And he 100% delivered. So the play map that I have out in the table in front of me right now, which is my Frank Quietly um, all-star Superman Batman and Robin, Justice League Earth 2, theme one. Basically, it's all DC, Frank Quietly Art. It's here, and I'll be using it on my on the video we're recording later, Lonnie, so keep an eye out for that one on the YouTube channel. Uh, and he's also done me a Transmetropolitan map, which is due to arrive in the post tomorrow. And... And? And me and Lonnie have also collaborated, Mr. England, on a map for you. Poor me... Indeed, yes, and that will be arriving with my Transmetropolitan mat. So uh, keep an eye out on the YouTube channel, folks, for Andy using a specially created masterwork from my mind and developed by Lonnie's creative hands for you, good sir. Amazing. Thank you very much. Is it my Babe Station one? It's the Red Tube one. Ah, awesome. Yes. So uh, thank you to Lonnie. Uh, then I'd be remiss if I didn't say it again. Thanks so very much to Stu, um, Stu Dixon, Stu otherwise Art. known as Stu.art, for the alt art sketch cards he's graciously given to us to use for our fundraising raffle. So thank you once again, Stu. You are perhaps one of the most valued members of the ministry, certainly in the the upper echelons of the ministry membership and we're, we're very grateful cheers my mum mercy buku and of course uh, thanks again to Arjun Lucan for having us on the Rolling Thunder um, on their episode this week and thanks for everyone for making their submissions to the Global Reverse Collation Rotation Edition yeah, thank you you're I'd, all awesome I'd like to say thank you to the person who nominated me for the Hall of Fame 
uh, on the Rolling Thunder podcast. Uh, it was overdue. I do need more nominations. So if you get asked and you go on there, do us a favour. Tip us the wink. You know what I'm saying? I'll sort you out. And on that note, go we'll on. be back in two weeks again. <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast service near you. Go on. We'll see some of you about uh, this Saturday at the One Big Weekend online Corona Consolation Tournament. Uh, but in the meantime, I've been Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six, and he's been Andy, a.k.a. Cheesecake. Cheese. <laughs> cake. Cheesecake. Cake of cheese. Crazy. No. Cra- Never work. Crazy. Goodbye now, folks. Bye-bye-bye. co-host to the world's best Dice Masters podcast, the Ministry of Dice, released every other Monday. He is the co-TO of the MOPDM tournament held across the UK. <laughs> he is co-creator on www.youtube forward slash the Ministry of Dice. He is the MOPDM March 2018 winner. He has participated in many WKOs. He has penned the term HXG and Golden Escalation. He is the creator of Historical Dice Masters. He is the president of the Federation of Elite Dice Masters Players. He is a Dice Masters coach, mentor, and legend. He is a coach and personal friends with the real creator of Dice Masters, Rip Thunderstone. Across Europe, he is referred to as El Dicio Especial. In South America, he is simply known as Dotado, meaning the gifted one. He created the mullet hairstyle, electropop, and three different forms of martial arts. He has too many AKAs to mention. He doesn't have to social distance from the coronavirus. The coronavirus has to social distance from him. He is the Righteous Thunder. He went to Worlds. He is UK Dice Masters National Champion 2017. Mr. Andy England!